Okay, Rav the Daf Membeis Amid Aleph, second line. Membeis Amid Aleph, the the top line, top line. Amir Mar, v'kulam shegilchu shloi b'tar, v'shashayr shtei sayrus leyasul leklum. We said that if a person, if the if a person uh, shaves, uh, if the nazir shaves, but he misses two hairs, he's not yoyt to the mitzvah. So says the Gemara, Amir Vacha Breder Rav Yika, Zayse Meris. We're going to see in a moment. This is darshins from a pasuk. So the Gemara says the following deduction: the very fact that you need a pasuk to tell you that if you miss two hairs, you're not yoyta, you're not yoyta the giluach that shows you that in general you would be why if not for that. Because Rubik Kukuloi, this is one of the sources. Uh, there is a concept Achir Hadis, but this is one of the co- sources that Rubik Kukuloi, meaning Rubik Kukuloi would tell you that you're yoyta. And therefore, you need a special pasuk to tell you you're not yaitza. The Gemara says that shows you that Rubik Kikulay is deraisa. We did that yesterday upstairs. The Gemara says Rubik Kikulay is deraisa. How do I know this? The pasuk says on the seventh day you shall shave, and that's an extra pasuk to tell you that you have to shave your entire head, and you're not allowed to leave two hairs, which implies that without that pasuk, I would say you're yaitza even if you left multiple hairs. Why? Because Rubik, because if not for this pasuk, I would say rive of the head is enough. You need a pasuk to tell me, no, rive is not enough. I need to, to all the hairs except for, uh, except for one. But, uh, but whatever, I, I could have one out. But the point is, the reason why I need a special pasuk is to tell you, Rubik, uh, is to tell you that generally, Rubik Kukula, you need a special pasuk to tell you, Rubik is not enough. Okay. Uh, Progress. Anyway, so the point is, you need Rubik, you need this pasuk because if not for this pasuk, it would be Rubik Kikulei. So the Gemara says, Fine. So the Gemara now says like this: the the source that you're not allowed to leave even two hairs is because the pasuk is extra. It says, It's an extra pasuk, meaning that you should shave on the seventh day. Let me ask you a question: There's a nazir has to shave for two reasons. There's two reasons why a nazir would shave. The standard nazir shaves when he's done. Or if you have a Nazir who became Tameh, he has to shave when he is Tahar, before he restarts it. This Pasuk that says that you have to shave all your hair is talking about a Nazir who's Tameh. But we're applying it to all Nazirs. So how is that fair? So the Gemara says, wait a minute. This Pasuk is referring to a Nazir who's Tameh. It's not referring to the standard hair cutting. It's referring to hair cutting uh, because you were Tameh. So why are you applying it to all Nazirs? So the Gemara responds, Machula Marava. In Eretz Yisrael, they laughed at that Shaila. Michti Nazir Tamei de Betar Minolan. Okay, let me ask a question. We had the last couple of and we were trying to bring a proof that you have to use a blade when a Nazir is done. To shave, he has to use a blade. He can't use scissors. What's the source? It was Tar. Tar is by a regular Nazir, not a Nazir who's Tamei. And yet, by a Nazir who's Tamei, we use a blade. Why? Because we compare the hair cutting of a Nazir. Nazir Tahir, Nazir Tamei, they're all the same. If a Nazir has to shave, he's got to shave. Yeah, he could shave because he's Tameh, he could shave because he's not. We, we don't see any differences. So too over here, the source, yes, the source for a blade is by Nazir Tahir, but we apply it to Tameh. The source that you can't have two hairs is by Tameh, but we apply it to Tahir. There, there's no distinction. Meaning, the same way we learn out Tahir to Tameh for blade, we learn out Tameh to Tahir that you can't have two hairs. Okay. Baya baya. We're going to have some kashas. I don't think we answer. Most of them we don't answer, but we have some kashas. Baya baya. Baya is the kasha. Nozer shegilach v'shayr shtei Let's say you have a nozer who shaves. He leaves two hairs. So he's not yoitza. 
So he's got two giant hairs stuck on his head. Everything else is cut off. He's got two hairs. Then, So what should he do? He should shave off the two hairs. That's not what he does. He lets his entire hair, head grow back. Then he shaves off the two. So, so when he, he's a funny guy. So he shaves off all of them except for two. He's not Yaitza. Then he lets his whole hair grow back. A couple months later, he's got a full head of hair, and he shaves off the two, original two. So the question is, do we say, well, Sachakol, he shaves off his entire head. Or do you say, no, when he shaves off the two, he was no longer bald. So it's not Yaitza. That's his kasha. Tzamech Reishim Chazav Gilchon Ma'u, Mimach No answer. Another kasha. Wait, 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 so that, that would sound like the Iker is not the cutting off, or it could be both. You need to cut off and be bold. That's the question. Is it that, or is it just cut off the original hair? I, I, I don't know. I, that's how you, you look at it. There's no answer. It's, it's a take of. Another kasha. Since you have a nazir who shaves, leaves two hairs, not yoytza. Then, he shaves off one of the hairs, and the last one falls off. So he never cut off the last two. The question is, is it important that he cuts off the last two? Or if he cuts off one and then one just falls off naturally, is he yaitza? So the Gemara says, wait a minute. What's the kasha? I don't say. You have two hairs, yeah? If you're, you're allowed to have one hair left. So if you cut off one hair, you're yaitza. What do I care what happens afterwards? I cut, I had two hairs, I cut one, I'm yaitza the mitzvah. So what was the kasha? I had two hairs left. I cut one and then one fell off. What do I, okay, fine. You cut one. Is it? You, you had two hairs. You cut one of them. You had the mitzvah. So well, what's the kasha? Sigmar says no. The, the kasha is that you had two hairs. One of them fell off and then you cut off. Uh, one of them cut, you cut off and then you, the, the last one fell off naturally. The question is, are you, it's, Sigmar says, why not? You had two hairs. You cut off one. That performed the giluach just that alone. So the Gemara says, rather, the kasha was like this. The case is you have two hairs. One falls off, then you shave off one. But the time you're shaving off the last one, there aren't two hairs left. It could be that when there's two hairs, you have to do a giluach, which means to shave off one of them. But over here, by the time you cut, there aren't two hairs being ma'akiv. Meaning it could be that you need the two hairs that are ma'akiv, and then you cut off one. But over here, you had two hairs, one of them fell off, so you no longer are considered having hair. And then you cut off the last one, but it could be too late. Meaning it could be you have to do migaleach, the last one of the last two, when there are two remaining. That's the shiloh. Or you say, no, the, the Torah just wants you to be bold. Okay, so if you, if you cut off one and one fall off, it's fine. Or you say, no, when there's two, you have to do a giluach, which means to take one of the last two and to cut it off. When there are two remaining. Or not. That's the Gemara's kasha. So the Gemara says, Amar le, giluach enkan, seir enkan. You, you, you didn't shave, but there's no hair. So what do you mean? You didn't shave, but there's no hair. Uh, usually if I say that there's no hair that means I did shave what do you mean I, I'm not, I didn't shave but there's no hair what it means is what it means is even though there's no hair you're not yoytza the mitzvah meaning that's not considered shaving shaving means that when you have two hairs left you cut off the first of the hair he would not be able to fulfill the mitzvah I mean I don't know could he not grow his hair he can't grow his hair Interesting shot if it could be another claw. He definitely can't shave it if they have no hair. I'm saying, oh. ah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's interesting shot. Um, okay, one more quick Mishnah and a quick Gemara. Very easy, and then we'll get to like the real sugi of the day. Nazir Chayfef 
umefasves, a nazar is allowed to shampoo his hair, meaning a nazar is not allowed to cut his hair. So the question is, are we concerned with certain activities like combing your hair and all that stuff? Are we afraid that it's going to pull hairs out? So nazar chayfef umefasves, he's allowed to separate his hair and he's allowed to shampoo it. Separating means just doing like this. You're not like combing it, you're just lightly separating. That's fine. And you let it shampoo it because we're not concerned that hair is going to come out. But you can't comb the hair. Because when you comb the hair, hair is going to fall out. So the Gemara, so you're allowed to shampoo and separate but not comb. So the Gemara said Kasha. Over here, this is a Sugi and Shabbos. And I'm sure we're familiar with this. It's called Davashen Mishavin. Which means it's a Machloikis, Rav Shimon, Rav Yehuda. If you do an action but your intention is not to, is not to have the, uh, the prohibited result, is it allowed? Now over here, your intention is not to pull your hair out. Your intention is shampoo. Your intention is to comb. So what's strange is, the Mishnah says, you're allowed to shampoo, even though your hair might fall out. And you're allowed to separate your hair, even though the hair might fall out. But you can't comb it. What's the difference? If I hold Dabrashen Mishavin is mutter, everything should be mutter. If Dabrashen Mishavin is aser, everything should be aser. I mean, if we go by your intention, his intention is not to pull out hair. Everything should be mutter. If you don't go by his intention, and, it does, and if there's a result, the hair gets pulled out, it's all aser. Everything should be aser. What's the difference between... Uh, shampoo and, 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 and combing the hair. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. I don't understand. If the mission is following Rishim and the mutter, that your intention is not to pull your hair out and that's all that matters, then why is he not allowed to comb? Meaning, why would Rishim have a problem with combing the hair? The answer is, this is a Sugi and Shabbos that we've had many times, and that is, while Rav Shimon believes Davar Shem Neschavin is mutter, is moide b'psik reisha, which means that although Rav Shimon is lenient, where the, the, your intention is not to be Michal Shabbos, your intention is not to pull the hair out, but if it's inevitable, it's a problem. Combing your hair is an inevitability that it'll cause the hair to come out. That's the difference. So the reason why you're allowed to shampoo and you're allowed to separate the hair is because Davar Shem Neschavin. But you're not allowed to comb the hair because that's a psik reisha. Says the Gemara, Amiraba Kula Rav Shimon, Kolasayrek Lahasanim Medaldim Mischavin. The answer is that when you comb out hair, it's the it's as if you're intending to remove the hairs. Combing is so inevitable that it, it causes it to such an extent that it's psikresha, and therefore even Rav Shimon would be moida that it's not allowed. Okay. All right, new sugya. One more mission, one Gemara, and then Iker sugya the day. Shmuel Oimer Lo Yochuf Ba'Adama. You're not allowed to shampoo your hair with dirt. They used to use earth and clay and mud to shampoo the hair. You're not allowed to do that. Because it causes the hair to fall out. Okay. Fine. Meaning, in the previous mission we said you're allowed to shampoo, and Yerushmael says no. Shampooing causes the hair to fall out. Now, the question is like this. says the Gemara. There's two options of how to understand the Mishnah. The first one is shampooing might cause the hair to fall out. Meaning, Rav, this Mishnah is more strict than the previous Mishnah. The previous Mishnah felt that you're allowed to shampoo the hair. This Mishnah disagrees because it might cause the hair to fall out and therefore it's Aser. Or perhaps, no. Perhaps it's not that we're afraid the hair is going to fall out. This type of dirt that they're talking about causes hair to fall out. Meaning, when the Mishnah says you're not allowed to use dirt, was it referring to all dirt because dirt might cause the hair, it's a more of aggressive shampoo, it might cause the hair to come out? Or it's Davka talking about there was a type of dirt that literally caused hair to, to fall out. It was like a hair removal. So the question is, is this Mishnah being machmer by all dirt or Davka a dirt that causes hair removal? 
So says the Gemara, what's the nafkamina? Obviously, what if there's dirt that doesn't cause the hair to fall out? If you say that it's because we're concerned that this type of dirt will cause the hair to come out, so this type of dirt won't, then it's fine. Or you say, no, dirt causes, we're concerned the old dirt shampoo that it's abrasive and it's going to cause the hair to come out, then old dirt is a problem. Or is it after the type of dirt that, that, uh, that you know is going to come out? So if you have a dirt that you know doesn't cause it to come out, would it be, uh, would it be uh, allowed? So it be telling these two Lashinas, Teku, we don't know. Okay, fine. Now is the Icarus of the day, and that is... Um, we know that a Nazir is not allowed to contaminate himself. In order for another to get lashes, you have to warn him. You have to be Masra. So it says the mission like this. If a Nazir is drinking wine all day, but he was only given one warning, then the halacha is, He's only punished once, because it's considered one long maisa. So he's drinking wine all day, but he was warned once, he gets one set of lashes. If every single cup of wine they say stop drinking, stop drinking, they warn him each time. He's chayev for each revius or kezayis. Fine. Let's say a, a nazir is slowly cutting off his hair all day. Same thing. But if they tell him stop cutting your hair, stop cutting your hair, he's chayev for each hair cutting. Let's say a Nazir is, is being metamet to Mesim all day. He's in the Chavar Kaddish and he's touching dead bodies all day. He only gets one uh, lashes. If they tell him, stop doing this, stop doing this, and he keeps doing it, he's Chayev Akalachas Rachas. They're all the same. Now, the Chiddush, go to the next uh, pitch. Huh? The Chiddush is the Mesim part. Oh, so that's so Gavin is, is, is bringing up a very good point, and that is the chiddush of this Mishnah is that generally, when a person becomes tame, he's tame. But you see from this Mishnah that if I become tame and then I become tame a second time, I get a second set of lashes. Now, is that true? First of all, this is this has effect for a nazir. It also has effect for a kayim. Kayim has the same halacha. So if a kayim becomes tame and becomes tame again, so even though you're tame. No, but it could be that the, the Torah doesn't want you to be metame when you're tahar. I mean, the Torah doesn't want you to contaminate yourself because it's a desecration. Once you're already tame, that's it. Yeah. So that, that so you see from this Mishnah that, that there is. So now we have to analyze this. It says the Gemara. It's mine. Now, it says regarding a Nazir, we know that there's a, a, there's, there's a Tumas oil, which is like a cemetery where it's contaminated from airspace, and there's Tumas Maga, which is you're just touching a dead body. Like you're not under a roof, you just touch a dead body. So it says regarding a Nazir, Lo Yitama, and it says Lo Yavo. Now Lo Yavo implies entering a home, like entering a roofed area with a mace, and Lo Yitama means don't touch a dead body. So says the Gemara, Amr Abarvuna, Mikra Mali Dibrakasiv, Lo Yitama, Kishu Oimer Lo Yavoi. I already have the Pasuk that says that a Nazir is not allowed to contaminate. Why does the Pasuk say Lo Yavo? He's not allowed to enter. Uh, a, a roofed area with a dead body is lazira alatuma lazira alabia. Now I'll tell you the way the Gemara understands it now. The Gemara is going to change this at the end of the Amid, but the Gemara understands it now is to say like this: if you if you touch a dead body, you get lashes. If after you touch a dead body, you enter a cemetery or you enter a room with with a mace, so now you've gone from tumas maga to tumas oil, you're also going to get a set of lashes. Meaning, although generally avotuma. Tumaloi, meaning, 
The Rabbah's opinion is very simple, and that is, once a Nazir is Tameh, he's Tameh. So if a Nazir touches a dead body, and he touches another dead body, he's not going to get a second set of lashes, because you're Tameh, you're Tameh. We'll have to deal with the Mishnah a little bit. But Tameh to Tameh, once, you, once you're Tameh, you're Tameh. But, because the Pasuk says, Lo Yitama, and then Lo Yavo, the exception to the rule is that if you're Tameh, and then enter a room with a dead body, you're tummy, you get a second set of lashes. Now, huh? Then you enter another room? No, I don't know. I think I think it's just one. What one set for tuma and one set for bia, uh, yavo into the into the room. Tumas maga and then tumas oil. Now the the reason why the gemara is going to change this assumption is that it doesn't really make much sense. You could just say it's exerse but it doesn't make much sense. Meaning you're telling me that once you're tummy, you're tummy. Except if you're tame and then enter an airspace tuma, nah, you get a second set of lashes. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. Like once you're tame, you're tame. But the gemara will deal with that at the end of the Amit. But the point is, Rabbi's opinion is this is the main point that if you're tame by touching a dead body and then you touch a second dead body, you're not gonna get a second set of lashes. The only exception is the roof thing. But from tuma to tuma, no. Now says Rav Yosef, he disagrees. Rav Yosef, Amar Halakim, I swear, Amar Avuna Afilu Tuma Tuma. He has a different uh, version of. Rabba, uh, Rav Huna. They're both arguing about what Rav Huna said. Rabba said that uh, if you're Tameh and then touch another dead body, you're not going to get a second set of lashes. Rav Yosef said, I swear he did not say that. Why? Dumb Rav Huna. Rav Huna said, You have a Nazar who's in a cemetery, so he's already Tameh. And then they gave him his relative, meaning he was already Tameh, and then he was asked to carry a, a body to the grave. Vinagabai, and he touches the dead body. Chayiv, yechayiv. Ay, he's already tummy. And he's not going from touching to airspace. He's going from airspace to touching. So it's tumma to tumma. What's the halacha? Says Ravuni Chayiv. Amai, hometame vekayim. Ay, he's already tummy. What does it show you? Shmami no, I'm Ravuna, feel tumma vetumma. So you have two amachloikas. If a nazir is tummy and then he touches another dead body, do we give him a second set of lashes? The machloikas, Rabba and Rav Yosef. Now, Here's the kasha. Well, first, our Mishnah clearly indicates that you do get a second set of lashes because it says you're Tameh and then you, you do it all day, you get like 10 sets of lashes. Fine. So that, that will put. Before we get there, bias is a kasha. The Bryce says, You have a Kayan. Again, Kayan and Nazar are going to be the same halachas. A Kayan has a dead body on his shoulders, literally on his shoulders. So he's already very Tameh. And then, And then, while he's holding that dead body, they hand him another dead body. I guess, by the way, I guess conceptually, you can army, right? You can say one, he grabs a dead body on his shoulder. See, he's already very tummy, already over in Nisr. Then they hand him another dead body. What's the halacha? You might think, Yechai, you have a second set of lashes. The Pasuk says, you shall not desecrate your body by becoming tummy. He's already desecrated. Meaning, this Brisa clearly states there's no such thing as a second set of tummy. Okay, so now Rabbah and Rav Huna and Rav Yosef and Abaya or Amiroyim. So this Brisa clearly states there's no second set of Tumah. But you have our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Amr Alech, so what do you do with our Mishnah? Meaning, basically what we have over here is we had a Machalikas Amiroyim, but now it turns out it seems to be a Brisa against the Mishnah. Our Mishnah clearly states. That if you're tummy, if you're contaminating dead bodies all, all day long, and you tell them alta tummy, alta tummy, alta tummy, alta tummy, you're gonna get five sets of lashes. Ah, you're already tummy. Who cares? You get it's each one is a new avera. The Bryson says not like that. So, because the Bryson says you're only 
it's only considered a desecration the first time. Once you're already desecrated, mechul v'aymid, you're already desecrated. It's, you're already, it's already tummy. So what? what so it's a machloikis, the Bryce and the Mishnah. So the, the Gemara says it's not a machloikis. Loi kasha, kan bechubarim, kan shaloi bechubarim. The answer is like this. The the only way you'll everyone agrees that if you're already tame, you're not going to get a second set of lashes for more tuma. Like, tame is tame, unless the second set of tuma is makes you more severe, meaning more tame. Basically, if it's the same level, then you're not going to get a second set of lashes. But if the second activity makes you more tame in halacha, you're now a higher level tuma. Then we are going to punish you. So I'll give you an example. This is called chibur tumma. Chibur means like this. If I touch a dead body, I'm tummy for seven days. Okay? If you touch a dead body, you're tummy for seven days. And then I touch you, I'm tummy for one day. But if while you're touching a dead body, I touch you, I'm tummy for seven days. Which means when you're holding a dead body and when you're not holding a dead body, you're more tame when you're holding a dead body than not. Even though you're going to be tame for seven days either way, but when you're holding onto the dead body, you have this like tuma charge that you'll be able to contaminate others for seven days. More than tame rishon? I mean, there's levels of tuma. What does Co- that mean? Correct. He's, he's, he's an av- uh, the, the dead body's aviavosa tuma. Right. You're an avatuma. But when you're touching the aviavosa tuma, you have the ability to contaminate others for seven days. But when you let go, it's only one day. So therefore, we had a kasha. Let's go with Gavin. We're picking you as an example. I feel like you'd have no problem. So we asked a kasha. If he's Tomei, and then he contaminates a second time, does he get a punishment? The answer is, well, it depends. If the second time he contaminates, he's still holding on to the first dead body, then he's the same level of supercharged Tuma. But if he had let go, then he held on to a second one, he's now higher. Kolzman, you're holding onto a dead body. You're more tummy than when you let go. So if you're holding onto a dead body and then you hand him another dead body, like the case, what was the case? It was on his shoulders and then he's handed another one. The second one does nothing for him. He was already tummy for seven days. He was already supercharged because he's holding onto a dead body. Therefore, he doesn't get a punishment. But if he's holding onto a dead body, puts it down, then holds a second, he's now going to get a second set of lashes. Why? Because this second one makes him that if someone were to touch him, he'd be contaminating them for seven days. He makes him what's called chibur latuma. Is this is this like the well, chibur latuma is an isa but we're saying now, once, meaning once you know all that information, as long as you know, so like if you're looking at it as a result, he's going to be coming for seven days either way. So the second one is not adding. But the second one is adding that if he's not holding onto a dead body and then he starts holding onto a dead body, he can able to contaminate others for seven days. That's a higher level tumma. Therefore, he's going to be punished for a second time. So now here's the thing, though. We're now saying that if I touch you while you're touching a dead body, I'm contaminated for seven days. That's called chibur tumma, and that's biblical because he's all psukim. The Gemara says, wait a minute. Tumma bechibur and daraisa? Is that really daraisa? I thought regarding a nazir, the whole seven days thing is only rabbinic. Right? This whole premise is that, right, you touch a dead body, you're telling me for seven days. I touch you, I'm telling me for one day. That's biblical. But now you're saying that if I touch you while you're touching a dead body, I'm telling me for seven days. So that makes you touching a dead body, their levels. You understand? But I thought the whole seven day thing is only rabbinic. These are psukim. So the Gemara says, kan adam ba'adam, kan adam ba'mes. The answer is, in the way Tysus explains, is like this. If I touch you while you're touching a dead body, I'm tummy for seven days, biblically. 
The rabbinic thing is that if you touch me while I touch you while you're touching a dead body, <laughs> meaning you touch a dead body, you're telling me for seven days. I touch you while you're touching a dead body, I'm telling me for seven days biblically. You touch me while I touch you while you're touching a dead body, that's rabbinic. So when you have Bryce's that's... Days, though, I still yeah, but it's rabbinic. So when you have Bryce's that say, oh, it's only rabbinic, and then there are Bryce's that indicate that it's derice, it just depends on how many people you're talking about. It's called Chibur Tumah. Tumah. Chiburin or Chibur Tumah. Now, okay, now we started this discussion by saying that if a Nazir is Tameh and then contaminates again, it was a Machlegas whether he gets a second set of lashes. Rabbah said this, Rav Yosef said that, and now we're explaining, well, it depends, is it a higher level Tumah or not? Fine. But we did say that there's one exception, and that is, if you become Tameh and then enter a room with a dead body, you definitely get a second set of lashes. Even though there's no difference in levels, but because the Pasuk says, Lo Yitameh and Lo Yavo, it's Exerza Kasa. The problem is it's strange. The Gemara says, wait a minute. Tuma Tuma Loi. Tuma Vikayim. Tuma Bianami. I don't understand the difference though. Right? You touch it, you're holding a dead body on your shoulder, and then you get a second dead body on your other shoulder. That everyone agrees there's no second set of lashes because you're literally the same. You were a Chubber Tuma, you were a high level Tuma, there's no addition. Yeah? You're Tame, you're Tame. You filled up the battery of Tuma, there's nothing more you can do. But if I'm Tame, and then I enter a cemetery, and I stand over a grave, or I enter a, a room with a, with a dead body in it, second set of lashes. Because you went from maga to oil. What's the difference? Yeah, but, but why? But what's, why? Well, why? Yeah, you could just say there's a kasev, but, but why? The Gemara says it, it doesn't make sense that that would be when there's zero svara behind it. Okay, you could have just said that. So the Gemara says, you know what? You're right. Let's change the pshat. That's not what the Pasuk means. The Gemara says, uh, we'll end with this. Okay, what it means is like this. It's not what we thought. We thought that you're tummy for a dead body, and then you enter a cemetery, so you get a second set of lashes, even though you're 100 percent tummy already. The answer is no. That's not what it means. The case is, you have two people, two Nazirim, both Tahar. One touches a dead body, he's going to get one set of lashes. Another one, Tahar, enters a room with a dead body, he's going to get two. Because in his one action, he was metama and yavo. So it doesn't mean that it's not happening in stages. It's not metama and then yavo, because once you're tama, you're tama. The case is where you have a tahar nazir, two of them. One's touching a dead body, he's going to get one set of lashes. One is entering a room and warned, don't enter that room because there's tuma and there's a tumas maga and oil. So he enters the room. So because he's yavo, he's entering the room and there's tuma. He's going to get two, two sets of lashes. One for the contamination and one for the entering. The Yobo is just saying it's a warning. It's a warning. And so therefore, if you do an action that's considered an entering, and at the same time it contaminates you, you're going to get two sets of lashes. Again, the Gemara is going to change this, but that's, that's what the Gemara's... Um, that's what the Gemara says. That's what the Gemara says. Kan is kan besada. If you look at the Taisus, he says, Kan nichas meis, nit I mean, the case is where he was Tahar, but then he entered a house that had a dead body in it, so the same moment he's being Matama, he's also Yavo, that's when you get two sets of lashes. Simultaneous. Simultaneous. But if he was Tame and then entered an oil, he wouldn't get a second set of lashes because you're Tame, you're Tame. That's the Gemara says. Yeah. I will stop here. Pick it up, some, uh, pick it up at some point. I'll, I'll let you guys know what the plan is.